Yeah, back nut live with another one. Shout out to everybody right now. Tone bro checking in. Um, big, big salute to everybody that's here, man. Middle of the week and things like that. If you're tuning in and you just was here for the drugs joint, make sure that you subscribe, follow drugs. That was a dope interview and everything like that, man. Salute to the whole team as well. Go get the merch and follow us at Black Compass BCM on Twitter and everything will be available on Spotify and Google Play and iTunes and wherever you listen to your podcast while y'all at work. So shout out to everybody. And one thing I want to shout out to before I get to the intro here, shout out to J400 Block. J400 Block, it's a movie. Shout out to him. Shout out to Gwitty, 280 Zay, Danny Myers. I was out there for uh, that car out in Newark this weekend. So big salute to that, building something real dope out there. Now, the next person that I have on the show is somebody I've been wanting to get on the show for a minute because I like the I, I like the story, you know what I mean, the content, the way he approaches battle rap, you know what I mean? I never really got a chance to really get the the full like story, you know what I mean? So a lot of this is going to be heavy origin story stuff, heavy into like, you know what I mean, influences and stuff like that building up to now. But one of the got the guy that I got coming up here is to in my opinion skillful has a very different approach to this battle rap thing you know what i mean is not afraid to be himself representing that bay area shout out the past as well shout out to everybody out in the bay and things like that without further ado you already know what time it is man we got frack in the building frack what up bro what's good tone bro i appreciate <laughs> you having me it's, yeah, it's, it's definitely mutual feelings man i'm a fan of y'all show so it's good to actually chop it up with you for real Big time, big time, man. And we're going we to begin this how we usually begin this with everybody, man. Frack, how is Frack doing? How is Frack doing? Frack's not bad, man. Frack's not bad. I've had a, uh, we, th- we threw a big show, the wrap off, which is like me passing Il Maxo cartoon slash, you know, the ketchup mustard slash music slash web three shit. But we threw a show Friday that was super lit in Oakland. And we've been working on the cartoons and stuff and, and just working on music and stuff, kind of taking a little backseat from Battle Rap, but mm. definitely, uh, definitely ready to get back in there whenever, too. So uh, but overall, life's been good. So the so the uh, the, the wrap off the uh, you said it's, it's cartoons, there's there's other segments, there's comedy in there. There's, you know what I mean? So explain that for the people like because it, it sounds it's, it's cool. Like I, I want people to understand what they can follow. Yeah. Like that. Nah, definitely follow rap off battles. We got a lot cooking. We low key had like a potentially life changing meeting on Monday that um like would be big for battle rap if oh yeah really it really pulled through. Um, but you know we've had shit fall through before too. So you know mm-hmm. keeping my expectations here, but mostly it's the cartoon shit. Like I'm sure most of y'all familiar in the comments have seen ketchup versus mustard and dog versus cat. <laughs> Which is really Ilmax brainchild, you know what I'm saying? Um, but since then, me and Passive kind of came onto the team and helped build out uh, kind of some some different cartoons. We just did the Steph vs KD little clip that went like got like 10 million views on IG. Mm-hmm. So we're just cooking on a bunch of different creative ideas on how to bring battle rap, which is obviously this like amazing thing that everyone loves. You know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. two ideas pressed against each other but sometimes in battle rap there's so many inside jokes and like storylines you got to follow where i feel like using things like condiments and nba players and all these things is a way to kind of bring people down the battle rap rabbit hole and put on for the culture where people can get into it through something more relatable yeah it helps attract the casual fans that may not necessarily know okay it's actual leagues out here maybe they just saw a battle and now they see okay people do that for real and stuff like that so it's interesting though because I, I know the hardcore fans amongst us will see something like that and feel like oh they were making a joke out of it you know what I'm saying and and I I want to ask this question as a, a preface and this is probably a good place to start but you know how do you how do you bring that like is the point of it not to be sort of serious you know what I'm saying like because sometimes the culture can be a little bit too much like do you, do you is that kind of the inspiration when you do that do something like that. Or is it just to really just entice the average fan to come follow the culture? You know, that's a good question. And honestly, like reflecting on it, because at first I was like, yeah, he's right. But like low key, we don't really get too many comments that are like, 
you know, y'all are making a joke out of the culture because mm. we really try and make it authentic, you know, like we really try and make it like as if ketchup and mustard were in a URL battle, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, how would they be rapping? You know what I'm saying? So I feel like we don't get those comments because we have so much attention to detail of like trying to make it authentic. We try and have like, you know, a, a big moment from battle rap in each cartoons. That's the kind mm -hmm. of reference. So for yeah. the battle rap fans and throw like the nuggets in there for, for the real fans. But I definitely feel like there are many things like the drop, the mics, the epic rap battles. There's so many things in the culture that do do that, you know, that make thing make it. And, and I'm even writing a little bit for epic rap battles right now and attempting to do the same thing. Whereas like having someone from the culture and, and, uh, and getting people involved in the culture, getting writing gigs or like battle rappers can do all the shit that screenwriters do comedians mm. do like we have that mm. timing and we have you know we have the experience actually battling so a lot of these companies trying to do battle rap shit i think should always hire battle rappers on to make it like real you know what i'm that's saying that's real that's real like who better who better than the people that know what's going on who better than the people that's been in the ring and stuff like that and it's interesting that you say that because I figure that could be kind of lucrative for somebody, right? You're writing for a TV show or you're putting together some things like that. So like for, for you, as you start to do that, you know, have you been it, like, what is the reception when you meet and you're in the room with somebody who doesn't know anything about this battle rap thing? Right. You know what I mean, like, like what has been the reception and do you have any stories of where it's like, mm, this person has a totally different idea of what this actually is than what it is. You know what I mean? I, I've had it both ways. Like I've had someone be like, yo, what is this subculture? This is dope. We got to do a million things about this. And then I've had the people like totally eight mile it and just not understand what it is. <laughs> Where's the beats? You know, like, mm -hmm. what do you like? Why is there so much cursing? Like that type of stuff. Like, you know, battle rap is one step removed from the mainstream for a reason because it is in order for it to be authentic it has to be so crazy and and no one wants to censor shit and take out you know all the hypothetical moms being fucked but at the same time it's like <laughs> that's what the mainstream requires so it's right. both you know okay okay that's dope i mean i it, it's there's definitely respected right amongst the uh the culture and stuff like that like oh, the mainstream i always feel like the celebrities are closet fans like every now and again something happened like i've been following battle rap for years you're like why didn't you say anything like what right. is going on you know what right i seen mean? i seen an interview hip hop Israel with nate burleson like what like nfl commentator nfl player you know what i mean like he follows battle rap understands the storylines i'm like that's crazy so I feel like yeah i totally agree like why are you in the closet with it bro like yeah just tweet it out if you're enjoying all these minutes of it like um i had a hilarious experience speaking of the nfl with this cat remember martellus bennett from like martellus the tom bennett. brady team mm -hmm. he, he dm'd me after the whole diz graph thing like bro pull up to like like my mansion in la and i pulled up and uh <laughs> we just made like a straight up like a mixtape in a night with this fool he's actually like a pretty good rapper <laughs> So he was just like, whatever, whatever. He's like, yeah, I want to battle one day, bro. I was like, dude, you got to. Like, why not? Like, Yo, Martellus Bennett. Like, uh. <laughs> For real. You should have seen me next to him. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, looking like Robin Big. Like, nah, y'all bugging. <laughs> um, but, but, all right. So, so let's get into things because I want to, you know, because I, we, this is our first sync up and stuff like that. And I, I like to get the foundational stuff especially yeah. origin stories and specifically mm -hmm. because you from the bay area right mm -hmm. i got a different type of respect for the bay area because y'all it's a whole different planet like everybody else could be over here the bay is way over here you know what yeah. i'm saying like and it's just a mishmash of different cultures and stuff like that too so you growing up you know what i mean like how was it what was the influence for you as far as hip-hop like where did you kind of start off you know what i mean yeah. like foundationally yeah, it was like I was basically raised in both like Jewish culture and black culture kind of side by side in my in my puberty years. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So and there's, you know, some interesting commonalities between them and some very big differences. But <laughs> um, yeah, definitely true about the hodgepodge of cultures. I uh, I found um, like hip hop like in person through 
this organization youth speaks which i actually came back and worked uh worked for when i was a little bit older but it's like a kind of poetry hip-hop organization and when i was like 15 they started throwing these mc olympic competitions which was kind of like a continuation of like the rap olympics which you see clips on youtube with like eminem versus juice and shit like that yeah um but when i was 15 i won the bay area one and then when i was 17 i got flown out to like the i actually think you're you're from the dmv right no no i no no i just had the dmv stuff in the background I'm from upstate new york rochester oh you're from upstate yeah. okay cool yeah uh-huh. well i got i think the, the the national mc olympics were in either dc or maryland or something but i got flown out there when i was 17 and won that and then that's kind of how i started on this trajectory towards like freestyling and battle rap and like i was never trying to battle like i was always like conscious hip-hop i'm too positive for this oh wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. hold up hold up you was like the- <laughs> You was the backpacker kid with the jazz yeah. sport and the, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like with the, with yeah. the tribe called Quest tapes. Yeah, but as a, as a white dude doing that, it's even more corny. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but I was definitely on that tip. But then battle rap, like free, my, my ability to freestyle just mm. kept bringing new opportunities of freestyle competitions. And then next thing led to a next thing. And eventually kind of battle rap fell right into place. Yeah, that's fire. That's fire. I mean. You, you talk about like, all right, so I need to know the moment, the moment where it's like, all right, I can actually do this. Right. Because usually it's some form of, hey, all right, we rapping. You know, my homeboy Frack, he got a few rhymes. What's up? Or we got the barbecue. They throw a beat on. And yo, little Frack coming out of nowhere with the rhymes. What was it? <laughs> Walk me through the scene. Like did this, you know what I mean? With the high school hallway. What were we doing? Nah, actually, it was. OK, so when I won that mc olympic thing one of the judges was this dude jamie the wolf and if you've seen if you're deep in the like grind time youtube cut like you would see that uh he threw this thing called tourette's without regrets which mm. is this kind of crazy burlesque weird ass event in oakland but at the end there's a freestyle battle and that's where it casts like the Saurus, uh tantrum madness dudes like that got their start mm. um freestyle battling so that was still going on when i was like 17 and i was too young to get into the venues like don't trip we'll sneak you in you come <laughs> perform a song and it was like it's like fat crowds it's like 500 to a thousand people there every first thursday in oakland um so i did my song and then he's like you got to do the battle bro i was like nah like that's not me bro whatever and then without asking me he calls me up to the stage for the battle <laughs> was battling the champ of their thing this dude named cam mm-hmm. and i was nervous as fuck but i got up there and for that was the first time i really felt like the battle energy and it was this fat dude and we had a crazy battle and i think i won by like i edged him by a little bit but that was my first time battling but like that was me being able to understand like oh this shit is actually like same way I feel about battle rap now. Like people look at it, it's like, oh, it's so negative. But really, when you're in there and the adrenaline's rushing, is really like you're building with your opponent, and it's like yeah. it's like positive, amazing experience. And mm-hmm. like that was the moment I was like, okay, I could I could maybe do this shit. You could really you could really get down with it. Okay, all right, that's what's up. I mean, it's always that it's a, it's that first moment, it's that initial shock of like, okay, now now I'm in now I'm a battler. Like I'm officially like I'm a battler for real. And how did the people, how did the people around you gravitate toward it? Like, what did the scene look like when you was, you said the source is there, some of the early guys. Are no, there. not at that time. At that time, the King of the Dot was already popping. Like, this is not too long ago, you know? Um, so it wasn't many, like, written battle rap things. Like, this was kind of its own freestyle battle. Mm. Like, you know, not that many people do freestyle battles anymore. So that was, like, its own, like, you don't know any of the 16 motherfuckers who are there, and you're just, like, going off the head but um eventually i think dirtbag dan came to one of them to do some stand-up comedy or something Mm -hmm. and he was like you got to do the written battle shit i was like a huge fan of it always like Mm -hmm. as a rapper trying to like push my pen and 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 i enjoyed the battle shit but i never thought i'd do it but then i ended up trying out for dirtbag dan's league and then from there i kind of like ascended in the bay area like battle scene and um, did some King of the Dot joints and, and Battle Bricks Bellevue. That was the one that really. Yeah, that was the in. one. That was the one that took it over. That was a. Yeah. 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 Because because it it goes from, okay, he's good. But now we put you up against competition. Like, 
mm-hmm. people that really know what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? And and yeah, Bricks Battle, I feel like that was a that was definitely kind of a turning point. Like what like because I think a lot of people they because when I when I put the flyer out there asking about the Diz battle immediately, immediately jump into the controversy and stuff like that. But I was yeah. like, no, we gotta learn about before it's still it's things that took place before that, like you know what definitely. I mean that that kind of shaped your career and stuff so I, I think that's an important battle to shed light on like what else did you feel like kind of shaped your career like what battle was like a mm-hmm. turning point for you yeah the bricks one was big um after that i battled excel and that was my first battle at the town business thing that king of the dot was doing right. and that was big because that was my first like battle with a big crowd um that i felt like you know i did my i did real good excel did good in that too Mm-hmm. and then from there it was just i still haven't had that many battles like i I battle pretty like i really battle when it's like something i really want to creatively focus on otherwise yeah. do my music or comedy shit so since after excel it was just the source then diz then danny then Geechee. so i've I right. really had like six big battles um in my you, career still you you wait you come outside when it's time to come outside and it's not it's not without any controversy man that did battle <laughs> that made that made the world mad for a while frack i don't know i don't even know what type of messages you was getting because people was messaging me like yo what happened what, what's that about i'm like i had no i i, I got no idea um right. looking back on that like you know what i'm saying do you feel like that kind of gained you more interest than anything like th- th- yeah that- it was one of those like moments that because not only the controversy but also the graph thing going viral, mm. like those two things together, <laughs> like created this internet moment where right. I was like, all of a sudden, like a battle rap fucking child star, you know what I'm saying? And people were, <laughs> people were really tuning into my other shit. And it was dope. Like for the most part, it was really positive. And pe- because I got robbed, people wanted to see me do well and, and right. get more opportunities. And people were listening to my music and, and it was like really dope. But like, there was also the like, conspiracy like deep i I discovered deep i'm sure you know about this as a blocker blogger but i discovered like deep conspiracy theory illuminati battle rap blog youtube oh, which was what like, yeah crazy they go crazy they they made what they made up a story about you because apparently we worship the devil over here for some for some odd <laughs> yeah. reason yeah and are you know using sacrificing you know just like crazy, <laughs> crazy shit and i think a lot of people's hatred for diz played mm. into that too and like that they, they had a, existing agendas against him and used that used the thing against me to like hate on him more and that there was all types of crazy drama that came from that that i wish didn't but overall, like 90% of it was positive. And like, I look back on it as like a good experience, you know? Exactly. Exactly. I definitely, for a lot of people that kind of was like, all right, well, let me go watch the battle and see if it was that. I'll get back to you, Tone. And they come back. Yo, why would they do that, son? He won the battle. I'm like, well, I, we, this is what we doing. You know what I mean? But um, then, then you get the opportunity to battle Danny Myers, who I think is one of the you know, he's one of the most consistent battlers to do this for real, um, just all time, right? You can't play when it's time to battle Danny Myers. And you went in there and you worked. You worked, bro. That was that was Thank one you. of those. I think that, again, that's the signature W, uh, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? As far as what the people saying and stuff, too. Like, oh, this is my stop Danny champion of the year run and stuff like that. What type right. of breath do you feel going into that battle? Did you already kind of have that respect for Danny going into it? Yeah, he's one of my favorites, and uh, it definitely was one of those ones that's like not only the pressure of it being Danny Myers, but also following up the Diz performance because I took like maybe eight months off, and this was like my first one back, and I had to, I felt like I had to either top it or, you know, do something that showed I wasn't a one-hit wonder, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That like it wasn't just, you know, the guy who ro- that Diz robbed, but I am also had more to me, so... I put a lot, I probably like, even though it was like, not like it was a wrap off card, it wasn't like URL King of the Dot main stage or anything like that. I probably put the most like work into that battle, I'd say. Right. Right. Okay. And I, it, it, it showed through because the angles, right. The, the humor, the use of humor, because sometimes it can work against you, right? Like you can, you can be funny, but to a point where it's goofy, you're not really making a point. You know what I mean? And somehow you struck a really good balance on that. 
And uh, so I, I just I kind of wanted to say that. But even before, like when as you were getting better at this, as you write your rounds, is that something that's present in your mind? Yo, maybe I'm being too funny right now or maybe maybe it's just too much. Like I need them to be serious. Like, how do you strike that balance? Yeah. Yeah. Like when I'm I, I'm a big editor, so I'd be editing my rounds a lot, making them perfect. And I think the number one balance I try and strike is like, am I rapping? Like, because that's what I, I, I want to set myself apart from other funny people in the culture mm. by being like every even when I'm being funny, I'm rapping, I'm, I'm showing cadence switches, I'm doing punchlines that fit inside the angle that are actually hard hitting. You know what I mean? And I think mm -hmm. because I'm a funny guy and, you know, just how I look and how I am, people sometimes miss some of the shit that's like the punches and stuff that I'm packing in the, the jokes and angles. But overall, it just comes down to rapping. And I think being a musician, first and foremost, like and using that rap to promote my music, I like really want people to understand that, like, I take the craft of rapping hella seriously. You know right. 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 That not in the in uh now that's dope that you say that because I've seen people try to be too humorous and it not work. You know, but but it's cool though because I always felt like guys that that have the style like like you, I think early Bill was like this. There are a lot there are a couple people like this. They can they almost play judo where you're overly aggressive with them and they just diffuse it with a couple right. of words. You know what I mean? And that's something that a lot of fans who only like the street type of battle rap don't really understand sometimes mm -hmm. you know what i mean not until they're in that room and it's like yo frack right. is killing <laughs> you know what i mean so so is it just that like when you when you uh when you battle is the hope to kind of go to some of these other rooms these different environments where you are uncomfortable are you comfortable being uncomfortable yo so i thought well, where's my boy polo i thought he was gonna be here yeah, yeah, yeah. No, shout out to Polo, man. Let's get the Polo. Yeah, where Polo at, man? Because I had about? some, I had some beef with something he said on one of uh -oh. these shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about it. Yeah, let's go. Let's smoke him. No, nah, much respect to him. He's the man. But he said something that irked me because it was like something like something talk about midnight madness. And it's like Frack might be uncomfortable in rooms like that. Blah blah blah. I'm like, mm. bro, like batter a batter rap crowd isn't gonna make me like you know i mean I've, I've played festivals with thousands of people i've played grimy ass rooms and all over all over the place doing freestyle battles so i don't think a battle rap crowd is gonna be the type of thing like oh no new jersey twerk i'm so scared but you know what i'm saying <laughs> but at the same time i do strive for that like to answer your question like uh -huh. like i think because i've come up through king of the dot i've missed like i've missed some parts of the culture that I really want to touch and, and like show my style to. And I, and I want them like, I think it would be a challenge to do a URL battle, RBE battle, figure out how to approach it, the creative challenge of it. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. that's definitely something I'm looking to do. Like in these next couple of years um, in battle rap is put myself in that unfamiliar territory. Right. I mean, your style um, <clears throat> and we not, we not politically correct. Your complexion. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to go there. Now, you know, I, I feel like when Sharon came over to URL, Pat State did, did the URL thing. After being around more of the, you know, it's less street, right? Like the environment, probably less street. Now they move over to this. The skills, it seemed like, translate still. They're still skilled mm -hmm. to see so they can get through it. Like, you feel like if you was to make that transition, you'd have to revamp some of the shit that you do now in order to, to make that move? Nah, I mean revamp is is the wrong word because huh? i i feel like i um i would never change my style i think my style works in whatever i do but oh, but but i do feel like i would have to approach it in a different way and be be creative and and you know be different um and i think it'd be cool but but yeah revamp i don't know hmm. okay okay good answer good answer i'm not changing nothing what <laughs> um far as okay so i gotta i'm, I'm petty so I, I like to know the battlers or, or the people that you might be gunning for who needs okay. who needs to have a conversation with frack yeah let's let's talk about it so like i'm i'm a free agent right now so i think a lot depends on the league like eat like last week or a couple weeks ago i texted uh i texted p i texted mm. arp and i texted lush and i said you know what's up let's work so i think 
you know, I could be battling for URL, GTX, RV, whoever it is. Um, I think it depends on the league, my matchup, but um, some of the names that I feel like would help me test, you know, where I'm at. Uh, I stare A Ward, Mm. uh, Sharon. Um, A Ward and Sharon are probably the two ones that I get the most for like who I should battle. But I definitely have some like weird matchups in mind, like someone like Lou Castro, I think would be like funny. I think uh, and like a really good matchup. Uh, mm-hmm. Someone like, um, let's see, I had some more names. Loso, I'd love to battle Loso. Okay. Um, someone like Mike P, someone like maybe someone like Jack Boy Main or something like a left field type matchup. I don't mm-hmm. know. I have to think. Mm-hmm. I, I, got, I got some more that I was thinking about. <laughs> yeah. You want the style clash. You want the, it'd be, it'd be interesting watching Jack Boy do his. You know what I mean? What he does with the song references and all that with you. You know what I mean? That that'd be dope, in my opinion. But you like the you like the the style clash more or less, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely like the style clash. But I feel like A Ward and Sharon are some of those ones. They are style clashes in their own way. But I feel like after Diz and Danny, I feel like that would be someone more like in the more freestyling lane of someone that I would want to test my skills against too. You mm. know what I'm saying? Okay. But I'm curious who you think like man, like, listen, man. I look, I, I like I like the A War battle. I like that. Um I like Jerry West. I want to see what you do with that. Mm. With, I want to see what Frack does with that performer, that person that uses the whole stage. And, I and love to battle crowd. Jerry West. Yeah, I would I want to see a good that. one. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I was wondering if like uh uh if I do URL, like who would be the, the good first like first battle. That, like because I, yeah. I don't think they give me like a big name i think i'd have to work my way up a little bit but mm-hmm. i feel like jerry west is one of those names who's like kind of been slept on but he's dope that would be a good one for sure yeah i think kid chaos would be a nice run too if you go, if you're gonna do that he's one of my favorites actually oh yeah you you, you rock yeah. with chaos yeah, it, it, yeah like, him, like... him real sick jay the nightwing like those three out of that class really uh inspired me for sure okay Okay. Um, on the, uh, I guess on the other side, RBE, I mean, you gotta, <laughs> you got it's, it's ringers over there too. Like as far as like the, the, you talk about like Remedy Loco, uh, who else kicking up over there? Jay Murder's kicking up over there. Like, you know what I'm saying? They got, they got the whole brick by brick team. We just had coach Corleone up here. We got, it's like, they got a bunch of people as well. I think it's a, it's a lot of ways you could go with this. So for you, Picking the league depends more on the matchup, not the look. Like, do you yeah. want to be on Summer Madness to max out? Or, like, how does that, mm. how does that work? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I think the matchup is most important for me because it's, like, styles make fights, and I'm, like, super calculated with my shit because when mm. I do a battle, it's not only for the battle and the money, making the money, but it's also for using those clips to make, you know, viral TikToks and other shit that could, you know, enhance... So it's like the, the the style means the most, but I definitely would love to do like a big state. I don't think I'm ready for that yet. Like I want to test the waters in each league before I go straight to one of those big events. But uh-huh. I'd love to I'd love to get that experience for sure. OK, OK. Um. All right. All money being the same. Right. And we'll just use URL as an example. All money being the same. You know, you do what you got to do. Right. You get your choice of opponent. You do what you like. They say. Would you want to do Summer Madness or would you want to do a volume? You get to pick your mm. case. Where would you want to be? Ooh. For my first URL, if it's my first URL first battle, one. I would definitely do a volume because I feel like what I would bring to a volume in terms of like, like I think what Iron brought to Rum Nitty and that type mm. of thing, like I feel like me and a and a battler on URL could have that type of style clash where it's like, I feel like my pen would be appreciated in a setting like that. Cause I feel like I don't really get mentioned as a pen guy, but I want to be, you know what I mean? Cause I really <laughs> put a lot in my pen. I think because of the humor I'm categorized yeah. in that attribute, exactly. you know what I'm saying? But I feel like a, a volume battle would, would definitely like um, people would, would be put on game to like what I do with the pen. Okay. Okay. I can dig it. Um, music, musically, um 
I did. I got a chat. Audrey Plaza. Yeah. Uh, thank I you, bro. It. I, did, <laughs> I liked it because it was different. It was different. It was uh, it's your music is is like it's um, it's diverse. It kind of reminds me of like that raucous era. You know what I'm saying? Like more of that that style. Definitely more of the backpack lane and stuff like that. What are some of your your core influences? Like who who do you kind of look up to musically? Like like what kind of mm. makes you push the envelope? It's a good question. I think when I started out, um, like my three biggest influences were Yay, uh, Lupe, and Doom, mm. um, which are very different in many, <laughs> you know, very different artists in their own lane. But definitely Lupe's pen, like Doom, the way he weaves humor into his shit, and just Kanye, like the musicality of it. Um, right. And yeah, now I'm now I'm inspired by all types of shit, you know, like some like Aubrey Plaza was more on the backpack vibe, but like this new album I'm gonna put out is like more on the like melodic, you know, pop not not poppy, but like a little mm -hmm. bit more like in the R and B hip hop type type world. So Okay, okay, we doing a little crooning on there? What we doing? Yeah, a little, little, little bit, bit of like, huh? A little so, bit of auto tune, you feel me? Okay, okay. <laughs> all right, we we all right. So so all right, so when when is the uh what's the name of the project? When is it? Oh, I have I haven't dropped this, but I do have a name. Should should oh, we give Should we give y'all an exclusive here? Please, please, we, we LTBR get the box ready. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 get the box ready, y'all. Like, Go ahead. Bro. Calls out. They're gonna be like, "Frat calls out a war." Sharon says they suck. Like, totally <laughs> <laughs> he called them trash, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, nah, the, the 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 project. It's kind of hard to explain, but I'm gonna give a quick synopsis. But like. Mm. I did a music video for like four of the tracks and each one puts me in a um, like a pop cultural thing. Like, for example, Hot Ones and like the yellow videos where they do like behind the lyrics on Genius mm. basically superimposes me into those things and like makes it seem like they're real. So mm. the title of the album is Uncanny Valley, which is like a, a term that basically taught in like science or whatever where they talk about something when it's so real like when ai is so real that it, it it seems real but it's not that's the uncanny valley so that's what the title's about to be mm, interesting so it's it's more of a like a, it's a concept album right it, it's the songs themselves aren't connected like it's not like some deep thought like kendrick lupe shit but at the same right. time the visual treatment of the album are all connected so it's like a it's like a concept album in that sense you yeah me? yeah it's 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 visually kind of sound right it, it comes together visually that's dope that's dope wow all right so when when uh when you figure to drop that and what like where will it kind of live like you know what i mean like in terms of the, the music and all that yeah i'm dropping the first single in a couple weeks uh it's called gelato um i'm gonna probably just drop singles because in this world of attention span you just you got to get people's attention cracking first. So I'm gonna probably drop like four singles, and then maybe top of the year next year I'll drop the project. That's fire. Okay, that's fire. I like it. I like it. I mean, I listen. I, I'm. I definitely want to hear. We talk music up here. We get cola to to review the album and stuff like that. Like we'll we'll definitely make. I'll sure. send y'all an early copy for sure. Oh yeah, nah, it's fire, man. Appreciate that. And uh, let's get to some trivia though. Let's get to some trivia. Uh oh. Uh -oh. Yeah, because I, you know, you from the you from the Bay Area and stuff, and I gotta I gotta I gotta make sure I, you know, we we get to some things, all right. So I got some questions for you. All now, right. you know, it, it may there's varying levels of difficulty here. All right, now, first of all, it's classic albums. We gotta start there. Classic albums. I give you the classic album title, and you give me the artist. All right. All right. Federal. Oh shit, that's that's fucking E forty, right? Yes, sir. It's E40. Okay. Thank God. <laughs> uh born to Mac. Mac Drake. No. Oh, that's Mac Mall, isn't it? No. Oh shit. I'm I'm pissing off my, my audience right now. Born to Mac. Oh. Oh, that's too short. Yes. Yes. Okay. 
Shout out Too Short. I had the pleasure of meeting him. Absolute legend. Yeah, I'm too yeah, young. Yeah, I'm yeah. too young for Born to Mac. <laughs> Stupid doo-doo dumb. Okay, here we go. Mac J. Facts. All right, and here's the last one. Sex packets. Sex packets. Is that yeah. MC Hammer? Nah, it's not. It's not. This, uh, I'll give you a hint. Tupac used to run with them back in the day. Oh, Digital Underground. Yep. Facts. <laughs> yeah, man. I forgot yeah. how I forgot how horny that music was. <laughs> <laughs> hey yo, when I was younger, see, I'm a, I'm a little see, I feel like I'm a little older than you. I'm 35. So when I was like six, five, six or whatever, yo, when we first saw Humpty Hump, when we first saw that shit, it was the funniest, like. That was the best video and best song ever, like Digital Underground, like that, that uh, Humpty Hump, man, Sex Packets, man. Wow. Um, any of these albums personally you you bumped or like what what, what was you bumping back in the day? Classic Bay albums. I think um, the the Stupid Doo Doo Dumb was a big one for me. Uh, the E40 album that had a big impact on me was, um, oh, what, what the fuck is it called? Uh, uh, I was it was it um the cover is him holding his glasses on the oh yeah 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 my ghetto report card my ghetto report card my ghetto report card like definitely shaped the way I rap uh, um ninety three till infinity that album by Souls of Mischief um yeah. definitely definitely was huge influence on me um and I like I had to go back. Because like I was born in '94, but um, like I got to open for uh, Hyro, and I went back into their catalog and when I was first rapping, and that shit blew my mind for sure. Mm-hmm. No, I get it, man. I I think I think, uh, think no, nah, I think it's dope, man. Because there's so many, there's so much good music out there. You know what I mean? Like when I really started getting out of my East Coast brain, you know, it takes a while because we are very yeah. cocky about what happened you know we're like no nah, it's jay-z you know locks but once you get out of that you're like okay it's so funny that like the west the west uh, maybe la is but the bay is not like that at all like the bay like when i was coming up people love like new york hip-hop and east coast hip-hop out here really? and yeah like it, that like i mean maybe that's just the south the south kind of was like ah yeah well the bay the, we what, what they would say in the bay when I was coming up, is like I would pull up listening to the backpack hip hop, and they'd be like, you know, get some bitches type attitude. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they definitely think that the East Coast hip hop is like too male dominated, and the hype yeah. movement was all about women, everybody. You know, we going crazy. Right, but right, right. At the same time, like all the MCs and music out here, people like really respected the East Coast wave. I feel like at one point we needed to kind of chill out a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Because I felt like the world started like. Everybody was dancing and was happy. It was still that segment in New York that was like, nah, we ain't gonna never dance and have fun. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like they it was like that everywhere, but our segment stuck around for a little longer than they should. Like, you know, that guy that's like, yeah, we had too much of that. Like, yeah, you know. Um, all right. So this uh here's another question. Now, this this Bay Area native went on to have one of the most promising starts to an NBA career, right? in history and this was in the 90s average about 17 points per game with two different teams over six years before unceremoniously falling off right but he did manage to get a few highlight reel dunks and a championship with the 2001 lakers what is the name of that basketball player 2001 lakers so when yeah. you say unceremoniously are you talking by that about time he was washed like by the time he hit the lakers he was washed but early on, he was the man. He had a double pump dunk. He had the he had the uh, the shoes. Oh, okay. He so was, unceremoniously, though, does that mean there was drama when he? Yeah, when he, he started smoking weed and like not going and stuff. Like he's been a battle rap and hip hop punchline forever. For for wash for. He's been a punchline, huh? Yeah. Well, when I think of the Bay, I think Gary Payton and Dame Lillard. Those are the people. Oh, okay, okay. But well, well, Isaiah Ryder's from Brooklyn. Ah, not Brooklyn, uh, Oakland. My bad. He's from Oakland. So shout out. I had no idea. (laughs) Yeah. 
<laughs> Isaiah Ryder, man. Yeah. Uh probably one of the better early starts to his career. Do you watch in any uh you you warriors all day, every day? I'm gonna be honest, Frack. I only respect big. I respect you, I respect pass, <laughs> I respect Mark Curry from hanging with Mr. Cooper. <laughs> and, and like that's like it. Everybody else, Hammer, E40, they cool. Everybody else is a warrior. I'm a Warriors fan. Bandwagon. Nah, son. No. No. Hey, man. I feel the same way, man. Especially in a time in our in our city where people, it's like the Oakland and the San Francisco are both heavily gentrified. So a lot of the people mm. coming here, all that shit's related to Warriors fandom and shit because they are the ones who can afford tickets to the game. And then all of a sudden, the locals aren't the fan base anymore. So Right. Right. That's definitely a, an issue out here too, but uh, I'm a, I'm a big NBA fan in general, and like off the the Steph versus KD battle that Mio Mac and Pass did, I think we're gonna try and do more NBA rap battle content. So I'm gonna definitely yeah. tap in with y'all over there um, because we, we're trying to get the NBA battle rap fans to to mix. Uh, all <laughs> Steph Curry all time. Where you where you putting them? Where you ranking them? I think he's top ten. I think top he's 10? like I think he's like ten, you know. Right at ten. But so you had to knock somebody out of ten. Yeah, Ooh. I think. Okay, so I was I was thinking about this while watching ESPN. I see I a lot of people taking Shaq off their list. Like no, not me, not me. me mad, but I keep Shaq. Shaq's okay. too much of a legend. But I don't know how I can take people off because I don't know enough. You know what I mean? But mm. for me, just because of like the let some there was just less championships or whatever i took uh oscar off so i had like i think michael lebron it was mj lebron uh magic kareem bird uh uh shaq kobe wilt maybe duncan steph who am i missing yeah bill russell maybe bill russell right, maybe bill, bill russell yeah. not duncan but anyway, Steph's in there. Definitely, yeah. Steph's definitely in there. <laughs> Rest in peace to Bill Russell as well, man. Things like that, man. Uh, that man averaged twenty-two rebounds. That's crazy. That that's just not. That's cra- he wasn't even like the tallest dude. It's a lot of myths that people had. He wasn't even. How one tall of was he? He was like six. He was six nine, six eight at his position. Even back then, that wasn't crazy tall. He just was really good at it. Um, all right, here's a, here's some Warriors trivia for you then. Who okay. is the only other Warrior besides Steph Curry to win an MVP, a league MVP award? Is it Wilt? It is Wilt. It is Wilt. Where were the Warriors located when that happened? Philly? Yes! Okay. What? Frack! <laughs> I'm here. Smoke. I'm finally here. I was, I was struggling. <laughs> you smoking shit today, man. Um, <laughs> Nah, that was dope. That was dope. Um, now, now, in terms of like, okay, so we got the music, the battles, and things like that. Now, you said that as far as like the animation stuff, I think that's dope. And I feel like there's a lot of battlers who could be voice actors. I Dude, do. Crazy. Me personally. Like me too. I think I think there's so many unique personalities, bro. Someone like Twerk, like <laughs> that, bro. Ilmac, like Ilmac's main goal with this shit. Um is to like cast all battle rappers and rappers in this shit. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. So when, once we get a budget again, once we get a budget cracking and someone picks up the show, best believe like you're going to be seeing, seeing your favorite battle rappers uh, voicing characters. On, on the radio show, we're saying like, you know, imagine an adult swim show where T-Top is literally playing a bear in the woods that's hustling. <laughs> and you call it park life. And you... <laughs> And he's a bear in the woods doing street shit. Like, yeah. yeah, I will watch it. I will watch it. And it's just like, you know, is whatever. Just, I think just start with that and let the script just do what it does. Like, you know what I mean? The um, the, the, the theme song's like, well, it's park life. Hey, King. <laughs> hey, King. <laughs> People will watch it at Adult Swim Hours hey, for sure. We're Shall working we? on it. It, it, we're working on it. We're gonna make right. it happen. Um, all right, comedy, uh, comedy and things like that. you said. You you mentioned you you do stand up. No, I I never tried stand up. Everyone's been trying to get me to do it. I feel like my 
my like lane is the skits and the uh, the oh. screen rate like kind of you i don't know if you remember the one i did with like geechee and math and all that yeah shit. Like, yeah 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 i do those non-battle rap versions of those on my tiktok and shit and then also um battle rap versions of those but i haven't done a battle rap skit in a minute so i was cooking up some ideas um with hollow and a couple other people of like i want to do a skit that touches on battle rap themes this year too so um but yeah i'm always writing and cooking up skits um on my on my tiktok with the with the gen z kids and and post them on twitter too sometimes (laughs) tiktok world is dangerous man i don't know it is it is (laughs) um but but yeah, no, I I definitely appreciate it and everything like that too. I, I think this is dope. Is I'm definitely learning things about you. I didn't know before as far as like with the shows and you know as far as where you want to go with this ultimate goals, right? Is it ultimately the goal to be like on you know on some big TV show or something like that, or is it to you know do you want to just exclusively dive into music and keep it at that, or like mm. what is the ultimate goal for Frat? I think like the ultimate goal is to be like a touring musician and take the music shit far. But like this year, and even as the music industry changes, like I was noticing this the other day on TikTok, like they're making these big celebrity musicians have to do skits and like be like, you know, you got to be everything nowadays. You got to be a content creator, actor, musician. Um, And that, even though I think that's kind of corny and like, just let us make music like that. That's my lane where it's like, I love doing all that shit. Like I want to do acting. I want to do screenwriting. I want to do music. I want to do better at, um, and I want to like make sure that they all fit together and are part of the same thing. So I'm really open to it all. Mm, okay. Okay. That's what's up, man. I mean, hopefully, uh, so what, what is the, uh, the schedule, the battle schedule? Do you have, do you have more battles lined up? I would be remiss. I have nothing lined up. Nothing lined up. We're, I have we're nothing lined over. up. Now. Yeah, I have nothing lined up. Hitman's house. <laughs> Hitman's house, Frack. It's <laughs> saying. When, when so so I thought, up. so Hit, Hitman, Hitman DM'd me. We've been talking about it Um, after that audition tape. It's something I think will be hilarious. I feel like will be, will be, I feel like I'd be a good personality for it. And I feel like I could maybe, you know, win if I, if I really committed myself to it. And so I'm, I'm down. I think there's a couple of things going on with these cartoons that um, hopefully they come to fruition, but if they do, I may not be able to be in a house for six or six weeks or whatever the fuck it is. But I told Hitman to keep me in mind. And I think we're supposed to talk on the phone at some point. So um, That's fine. Either, either way I'm supporting it. And yeah, like if they need me to, to to be in the background or whatever the fuck because I think it's a great idea and battle rap just makes for <laughs> battle rap and reality TV are like oh, come on it's just it's already react there's a reality yeah, TV element to all of this like being spilled on all levels yeah like it that but I just hope that you know we do the right thing with the casting. Like, give us the personalities. We know the personalities. And the also, I'm worried about the six weeks thing because it's like total slaughter. They made these people do the impossible where it's like battle every two days. And True. you can't write rounds and memorize. Like, So then you get people fucking up. And I guess that makes for good TV. But it doesn't make for good. I don't even know if it makes for good TV. It, and it definitely well, doesn't. The, the best parts of that show were actually not the battle rap parts to me. <laughs> Like yeah. it was just, I already knew they could all battle well, right? It Sometimes was Cortez on the couch and disaster. Yeah, the drama, the, the <laughs> K Shine and Verb going back and forth, and you know that type of thing. Um, yeah, but I, I hope, I hope a show, I hope Hitman show can represent people who are really skilled, um, and and allow them to be at the best of their abilities rather than like packing it all in to like too close of a time, you know. Right, right. I can dig it, man. Uh, hopefully that goes well. And uh, you know what I want to do now is I want to give you the ISO. I want to give you that, that you know what I mean, the shot clock set at the 24. You know what I mean? You get the ISO. You get to talk to the people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, <laughs> yo, Frack, don't do that. Don't do that, hey, Frack. You play ball? Well, what's I up? I do. I do. I've been, okay. waiting. I've been waiting to come through to one of these uh, URL weekends where they got people hooping and, and crossing people up. What? Okay, oh, yeah. hold up, right. hold up, hold up, hold up, Frack, hold up, hold up. Now, I'm what, high, what, I'm what, high. Type of, what type of basketball are we talk about? 
Are you the you spot up shooter in the corner, swing nah. the ball around to the sky? I can shoot. I'm a good shooter. I think I'm more of a shot creator, assist guy. You know, I'm like I'm like a point guard, but my handles could be better. You know, I'm 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 I'm, I'm like a I got like a, a <laughs> it was a good metaphor. I got like a uh what was that boy's name? Um, Bobby Sura type game. <laughs> oh, Bob Sura, yeah. He ain't going to go crazy, but he going to go crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, yeah. Okay. Bob Sura. That's crazy. <laughs> wow, Frack. Um, shout out to you for that. But, yeah, so we're going to give you the ISO. 24 seconds of shot clock, man. Tell the people what you need. Tell them how to follow you, whatever you got. Yeah. It's on you. Nah, I appreciate you, Tone Bro. Uh, follow Black Compass Media. I'm, I'm going to be tapped in watching more shows now. That I've graced the platform. <laughs> but tap it with me at Frack the Person. Rapper, but also person, you feel me? Uh, I got music on the way. Skits on the way. Cartoons on the way. And hopefully I can get one or two more battles. Because the, uh, the, 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 the Danny and Geechee in one year, I want to capitalize on that and, and get a little somewhere in the champion of the year rankings. Maybe top 17, you feel me? So I'm going to do one or two more. Uh, yeah. Get my name in the in the mix um so for sure salute no doubt man yo frack you always welcomed up here win lose or draw if you don't you know even if you you listen to the show you don't like something we said and you want to address us that's fine it's an open <laughs> environment we like that type of shit but uh big respect to you man in the whole whole bay area man big salute man all right much love man all right, no doubt man yo shout out to frack shout out to the whole bay area man salute to y'all man salute to what the brother's doing like we talk about we talk about music. We talk about animation. You know what I mean? Like different ideas, new things. I don't think it's I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility to explore. You know what I'm saying? We always want to grow and develop and things like that. And I think like bringing something like that and bringing other people in the battle. You never know what this might bring. It's people that watch ketchup and mustard and then was like, oh, who is Sue Surf? Who is Easy? Who is Easy Gotti? Oh, I didn't even know this is all like this. It's like that. You know what I mean? So, um, but nah, big shout out to Frack. Big shout out to him and uh, and everything like that. I do want to say salute to the whole team, man. Black Compass Media, make sure you follow us. Cola, Pose, Driz, uh, Polo, the whole team, man, whole society. Big, big shout out to y'all. All right. Um, any email or anything like that, blackcompasssociety at gmail.com. And make sure you hit us up on all streaming platforms as well join the patreon and go get the merch as well all right so all that can be found on the website as well and uh until then man black compass media we up out of here y'all